Welcome back to the second episode of the Honest to God Truth Podcast. I am your host, Darian Calloway, here with my co-host, Pastor Margaret Mina, a.k.a. Grandmama. Um, First and foremost, we'd like to thank each and every one of you for your support so far. I know we've only had one episode, but we've received a lot of positive words, um, a lot of positive feedback, um, shares on social media, advice um, for the next podcast and just messages. They all mean something uh, to both of us. Um, The love was truly felt. Uh, Jumping right into today's topic, as you've seen from the title, um, it will be called Dangerous Times. We're going to dive into the Bible uh, right off the bat today, coming from 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1. On through five, I'll let my grandmother read that. But understand this, that in the last days, dangerous times of great stress and trouble will come, difficult days that will be hard to bear. For people will be lovers of self, narcissistic, self-focused, lovers of money, impaled, um, by greed, impelled meaning driven by greed, boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, and profane. And they will be unloving, devoid. Devoid, it means lacking or without. Hallelujah. Devoid of natural human affection. Callous, meaning unloving, hard-hearted, unable to uh, feel affection and love. Um, Callous and inhumane, irreconcilable, malicious gossips, devoid of self-control, intemperate, immoral, brutal haters of good. Brutal haters of good. They mean they are not only haters of good, but they will come against it and voice their opinion about good. You know, um, a lot of times people uh, don't like the good, good old boys, the good ladies, you know, and so they will voice their opinion and, and be haters, traitors, and reckless conceited lovers of sensual pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding to a form of outward godliness, religion. That is what the Pharisees was. The Pharisees and the Sadducees, they were religious people. They did not know who God was. They went through the motion, but they never Uh, knew that uh, Jesus was the Messiah. So they do outward work, but their insides, their heart, their mind, and their soul, and their spirit is um, not good. Although they have denied its power, for their conduct nullifies their claim of faith. You are unable to see that they really do have faith in God. Avoid such people and keep far away from them. Amen. Amen. Um, for for me, the 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 main thing that stood out was um, the unloving. 
of um of each other you know the malicious gossip the devoid of self-control um i mean all that to me ties mainly into um something i i kind of learned about through uh youtube and just doing research and i watch a lot of videos on a on a lot of different random things um is desensitizing um, which is the same thing as de dehumanizing um the the definition of desensitizing is to make someone less likely to feel shock or distress at scenes of cruelty violence suffering or overexposure to such images and i'm gonna go ahead and throw in um listening you know to to certain things as well because that's a, another you know form of sensory but um you know through all these these violent movies um youtube videos yeah. you can watch and these things you scroll uh, across on facebook mm -hmm. i mean they all take a toll TikTok. on your on your mind yeah tiktok they all take a toll on your mind in some form or fashion mm -hmm. something is either affecting you positively mm -hmm. or it's affecting you negatively and we got mm -hmm. my generation has so many negative factors that that play a part into you know our spirit I mean, and in our mind, and I, one example for me was um, I was on Facebook one day, and you know it'll give you the warning, you know, graphic content or whatever like that. But I mean, they'll they'll throw that on somebody falling real bad, and that's nothing to me. But um, I clicked it, and when I clicked it, you know, I was watching this video, and I watched four people get gunned down to death by you know by drive-by and then these these men they got out of a car walked up on them executed them you know shot them in the head shot them just multiple times just kept shooting and shooting and shooting to make sure they were dead and i um you know i i got off facebook and and was like that's that's it's sad that just innocently scrolling mm -hmm. on social media can expose you to to murder now mm -hmm. And um, that, that's one of the main reasons I like to take, you know, social media breaks um, frequently. I mean, a lot of people see I go on like little hiatuses of 30 days, no social media. Um, when I turned 26 or something like that, I did a year, no social media, no nothing, wow. anything whatsoever. Just because, you know, I know the mind and the spirit needs breaks yes. from, yes. from those things. Uh, fast it out, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the day now of social media. This is the day. And that day has uh, led us to a lot of things. Like um, people, uh, young girls, you know, getting picked up um, by perverted um, people, you know, telling them to come here so they can kill them and the parents never find them again. And, you know, um, when a person is not able to discern what is good and what is bad, then they have been des desensitized, you know. And um, it is hard uh, for the parents to keep up with um, children on social media because you have to have um, 24 hours. They get up at night, you know, they go to social media they are on it all day they get it in school they so one of the things that i have learned is 
um, not to look at R-rated, not to um, um, want to get caught up in social media, you know, where that I got to scroll all day long, just on the phone looking down all day, you're going to run up on some things. And you think about the children, they already know how to do the do the phone. They are little, but they already know how to punch the right buttons. And I'm always um, wondering about children when porn pops up, you know, um, because you can't get that out of your mind. Uh, once you see it, it's like uh, something um, grabs a hold of that child and they never get it out. And it's like from there, then on, they are inquisitive and wanting to see it again and wanting to, um, you know, what, know what it was. And, and even as children, as little kids that has never been taught about sexual or things like that, it's, they wasn't taught to lie either. They wasn't taught to fight. (laughs) They wasn't taught to say, shut up. Uh, no, nobody taught them that. So they automatically have inside of them, you know, the things that are grabbing a hold of the world, the things of the world and the um, the perversions and the uh, uh, perverted language and all of the um, things that are in the world that corrupts. And so I was always... Um, concerned about a child having a phone because you don't never know how they're going to get into things, how things are going to pop up because they're just punching buttons trying to see where it go. And you don't never know. So I just believe that, you know, somebody should invent sensors or something, you know. There is, um, there is multiple ways you can, you know, you can censor the content of your kids. And that's, that's something I, I'd recommend, honestly, to to any and, and, and everybody. I mean, we all need to, I mean, we, we feel like it's an invasion of privacy. You know, it's it's protect your, your child's mind, protect their heart, their spirit, because those things, you know, kids turn into adults, and everything that happens to them when they're young is that's the groundwork mm-hmm. of the person that they become later on in life. That's one thing, you know, yeah, it's, it's the root. And, um, you know, the devil knows that enemy, whatever you want to call him. He knows that Mm -hmm. that's why, you know, he wants to, Mm -hmm. you know, penetrate these kids mind through social media and the pop-ups, you know, Mm -hmm. porn. I mean, it, it, it will literally, it's ruining kids Mm -hmm. and it's turning them into adults that want to mess with kids because Mm -hmm. adults don't do it for them no more. They've been watching these porns and, you know, uh, the op- the opposite sex is not doing it for them anymore because mm-hmm. they're overstimulated mm-hmm. from all this porn, and I'm like, I, oh, I I can't do this anymore and be aroused, and they have to mm-hmm. take it to a a a higher extreme. It's just mm-hmm. like drugs, you know. Mm-hmm. I I need more to get high now. I need more. I need more. I mean, start out with one thing. Yeah, you do do it. You know, once. And you think, okay, that was good. And then the next thing you know, you're doing it twice. And the next thing, four times. And as it goes up higher, it's because your 
your uh, hunger and thirst for these things begin to become greater. And that is why you have to teach them early what is good and what is bad. You have to tell them, you know, when you see this, that's not good. If they do this to you, it's not good. Don't let that. Tell me everything. You know, tell mama, tell daddy what's going on, what you think, what you think. You know, I, I um, always ask my children, you know, um, different things. And one of the things that I always wanted to do was protect them from this world because I knew what happened to me. And I wanted to make sure that it didn't happen to them. And so I was always aware that it could. And so I made sure that I would always ask, you know, always want to know, want to know who they're around, want to know who they're talking to, who is that? You know, these are the kind of things that I was always aware of, of what could happen. And the thing that people don't understand is one time is too many. Anything that happens... One time is too many. And so that's why you have to do preventive um, life. You know, you have, as parents, we have to prevent. We have to um, look after our children, watch where they're at, you know, watch what they're doing. Because we're living today in a time um, that is different. Right. You know, as you said, desensitized. It's nothing for them to have a gun, go in and shoot up a lot of people, and walk out, you know, not bothered by it. And that is because they've been watching violence, and they were, um, they they felt stimulated by their violent uh, videos and violent movies and violent um, um, social media. So that's how you get desensitized is when you allow yourself to be consumed, mm -hmm, consumed with the, the, the evil and the wickedness that comes in the world. And this is what he said was going to happen. This is thousands of years ago when this was written. So he said that it's coming and it's here. He said it's coming and it's here. Trouble, distress, and great, great stress. Not just trouble, but great stress. You know, and he said these are dangerous times. So if God said that these are dangerous times, this is a time where parents need to be on point. They need to be focused and they need to be on point and aware of what's going on. One thing you said a little while ago is, mm -hmm. you know, you always ask mm -hmm. or whatever. You know, you still do that. I do. Mhm. Mm you you do it. You do it to 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 me. I know you do it to me and Samira. I, I see you do it to everybody. You mm -hmm. still do it, and this is how you do it. You always ask, "Are you okay?" Yeah. yeah. And then you come, and you know you can't. You always come back the second time too. Are you sure? Mm -hmm. Are you are you really okay? Mm -hmm. You know, you always open that door up for mm -hmm. somebody to, you know, vent to you or tell right. you what's going wrong or or whatever. And um, 
you know, it's it's something I always loved about you. You know, I, I always know mm-hmm. I can come to grandma. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's grandma. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's pastor, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. counselor. You know, yeah. you you do all those things and you and you're doing well. So I'm I'm lucky to have you. But as far as um, what what advice would you give um, somebody? I guess I guess parents or. Well, it's not just a kid thing. I mean, adults get desensitized um, and all that as as well. So, what um, what advice would you give somebody to, you know, make them make themselves more humane? You know, kind of counteract um, all the violence they see, um, or or like them getting desensitized. What could they do to to help themselves? Well, one of the things that I did as a single parent, I would. I always take my children with me. <laughs> I, I had a, you know, I I don't know. They was everywhere with me. If you know, except for the club. When I went to the club, <laughs> uh, I was young. I go. They didn't go there. But I always made sure family kept my children. And um, we would ride down the road, and I would say, "Now that right there, that's a drug dealer. He's dealing drugs." And this is what he does. It's not good. That's right there. You see, you see we would be in Nashville. I said, that's a prostitute. So you was honest mm-hmm. for they, one. At, as little children. they I didn't wait till they got old. Yeah. I, 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 that's one thing about my grandma. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right I now. I did not wait till they got old. She do not hold anything <laughs> back. She didn't care if you was a kid yeah. or whatever. She yeah. was going to say it because you needed to know mm-hmm. and you were you you were going to get exposed to it anyways. Mm-hmm. So why shouldn't it come from somebody you know has your best interest at heart? That's I right. mean it 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 makes sense. It mm-hmm. really it really does. But mm-hmm. that's I mean you don't <laughs> you're very blunt. You've always been blunt since I've been young. You <laughs> you've never held nothing back. I mean I know people say, don't say it in front of the kid. Yeah. You're going to say it. Yeah. You're going to tell me. You're going to educate mm-hmm. me on it mm-hmm. because you know it's going to happen mm-hmm. later. But you you can you can go ahead with your point, my yeah. bad. Yeah, and so I would say, you know, um, see those so, people over there? They're fighting. That's what they do in the street. If you don't do what they want you to do, they will have a knife and they'll stab you, they'll shoot you. So when you get in fights, always remember that this can happen. I just would ride down the street and I would tell them little things about what was going on, you know. Um, you can't uh, pick this up and put it in your purse because everybody will, will go to jail, you know. I would just tell them things like that all the time. And they would be sitting back there and... Um, as they would get older, they would be in school. Well, grandmama said, <laughs> and it, it was just important to me to prepare them. And I have always called this world the big monster. So I always told them, I'm, a, I'm preparing you for the big monster. You know, um, people are going to holler at you. They're going to um, say things bad to you. What are you going to do? You know, I would say, what are you going to do when they do that? You know, sometimes there are people in the world that don't 
um, treat you right. And I would just show them different things as we're writing. And, and I would say, did you see what he said? Did you see what happened? This is what it was all about. This is what happened. And they would be little kids in the, in the car, all rolled up in uh, one, two, three, you know, four, five in the back. And I was tell them exactly what I would tell anyone because I knew that eventually they was going to see it anyway. But I wanted to prepare them so that they won't be tantalized and know that it was good and it was a wonderful thing. No, it's not. I'm told them all the bad things that could happen to them in the world so that they would be prepared for the bad stuff and not think everything is good. Oh, the teacher hugged me because she loved, no, maybe it's another reason. <laughs> you know, I, I would say stuff like that. And I've always said stuff like that because in the world they say stuff like that. When you go to school, they're going to say stuff like that. When you go into the... um. Uh, ball games, you know, they're going to say stuff like that. When you get out in the club, they're even going to say stuff like that. So you have to prepare your children for the real world. Don't smother them with all this goodness about how the world is because the world ain't just all of this wonderful, beautiful um, thing, but it is a whole lot of things. It's good and bad, but most of all, you be the best that you can be. You be a good person. You treat everybody right. Don't go around bullying. Don't go around, you know, mistreating people because that stuff is not good for you as a person. You will be labeled. You know, kind of a few things I wrote down was just, um, you know, we live in an overstimulated society. And, you know, we, we have to learn to balance ourselves. Um, take social media um, breaks, read, watch, or listen to something uplifting for your spirit and your mind, you know, learn something new, read the Bible. I mean, you know, you can read a little devotion. I have, you know, devotion on my phone that I can read daily. I mean, it takes like five to ten minutes. Mm -hmm, but, you know, you're, you're feeding positivity into yourself. Um, you know, you can pray to God, listen, uh, listen to the God Honest Truth podcast. <laughs> what you know, you can watch a sermon or you know anything like it. There's there's so many positive ways to you know uplift yourself. I mean, do them. I mean, you need a, you need a balance, and you really need more than a balance. You need to be leaning on the on one side, and it needs to be the positive side. Because right now, a lot of us are leaning. Towards the negative side, towards the dark side, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it, we're leaning um, towards the wrong side. And one of the things that I wanted to say um, to piggyback on that is, it's not just once a week. It's not just once a month. It's every day. You have to, just like you get up and brush your teeth, take a shower. It has to be a daily routine that you carry, you know, each and every day of your life. You have to have something positive, you know, that um, you speak about every day. You talk about every day. Yesterday, um, me and my secretary, we was riding, um, going to the church, and um, there was a man in a large transfer truck. 
And he looked lost. I knew he was lost. And so I said to the sec to my secretary, Cynthia, I said, he's lost. And I said, um, I'm going to go and see if I can help him. And so I went around and um, I said, are you lost? He said, yeah. Uh, my GPS said that I have to go this way, but I can't go over that bridge, you know. And I said, well, you're almost there. You just can't go over the bridge. You got to go back on the bypass. And so he said, well, I got to back up, and you're going to have to stand in the street and direct traffic. And so I, uh, I went out to the street, and I held my hand out like the police and almost got run over. <laughs> I almost got run over. And so... All of the people across the street, they got in their car and came and went down the street, turned around and blocked the traffic because they saw them people were not stopping for me. So he took his car and he blocked the traffic one way and um, we were able to um, coast him out so that he could turn around and go on the bypass. And I told him, I said, just follow me and I'll take you there. And, um, that didn't take no time just to do something nice and just make it, make it something that you have to do every day. Something nice. Just make it something, you know, I'm going to be nice to the waitress on purpose. I'm going to call somebody and say something good on purpose. You know, I'm going to post something on Facebook. Nice. On purpose. You know, living life if you train yourself to do what is right, then what is going on in this world will not affect you like you think. Because once it comes, it'll bounce off of what's good. Because you have consumed yourself. You have infused yourself with goodness. And so if you just begin to start today saying, you know, every day of my life, I'm going to do something nice. For somebody, I'm gonna do something nice, you know, in my life for another person outside of me, so that I won't be a lover of myself, selfish, inconsiderate of others. I won't be what you call desensitized to um, what is good, you know, and allow myself to go go with the way that this dangerous times is telling us that it's gonna be. We don't have to be that way. It's going to be that. It's going to be that way, and it is that way. But we don't have to be. No one has to be unless you want to be. And you can train yourself to be different. Well, that concludes Episode 2. We really appreciate y'all spending y'all's time listening to us talk. Um, we really hope you learned. And if you didn't learn, we hope your spirit was lifted. Um, we will be dropping a Part 2 to this episode. So, Subscribe to our Apple Podcast and our Spotify page and like our Facebook page. The goal is to um, get um, 100 subscribers within a few months um, on each of those platforms, 100 likes when it comes to Facebook. Um, on our Facebook page, we like for y'all to comment, you know, leave leave topic ideas, leave something that y'all want us to talk about, and we'll try to talk about it on one of our episodes. Um, lastly, we would like to say, if no one loves you, we love you because God loves you. I wish you was kind of peace.